breaking news and trending talk with Mike and McCarty. Mornings on 1017 FM and 710 Kiel. One zero one seven FM, seven ten Keel, Mike and McCarty. Yesterday we talked about uh, the raises that were issued to city council staff uh, mm-hmm. without knowledge of other council members, apparently. Right. And the uh, council chair James Green had had issued these raises on his own. Thought he had the authority. Mm-hmm. Well, he found out he doesn't have the authority. Right. And he had a news conference, held a news conference yesterday, and this is what he had to say. First of all, I'd like to apologize to the entire Shreveport City Council. Um, I'd also like to apologize uh, to uh, Generico Flemings, Latonya Bogan, Jacqueline White, Terry Sanders, Ralph Jones. Back in June, I uh, looked at my budget as to what was left in there. We have a very important staff and they are great workers. And so my actions was not arbitrary, nor was it concretious. I was not trying to do something bad. I was trying to do something good for our staff because they work very hard. And so on June 29th, I signed for them to get a raise. This is a copy. They worked very hard. And I thought that the raise was justified. On other hands, the responsibility that I take is because I assume that it was in my power to give them a raise because previous chairs have done the same. I've never asked if it wasn't okay, so I assume that it was okay. Let that be as it may, I take full responsibility and I apologize for it. And so, Here's the copy that I gave them today, right before you all, those raises that I gave, I'm signing a copy to rescind those. I feel sorry that I have to do that, but my grandmama taught me when you know right, you do right. You know wrong. Wrong, true, wrong, doesn't make a right. So today I wanted to say to my colleagues, I didn't know that this was going on. I didn't know that they were displeased. I found out about it in the wind. And when I found out about it, then I prayed about it to ask what is it that I could do to get this rectified. And the only thing that I can do is take responsibility, stand before you all, apologize, and do my best to get everything back. 
if there were anybody that got hurt from this, I apologize to them because I meant no harm. Sometimes when you are in positions and you just want to help people, you just want to bless people when you're in that position, that's all I was trying to do is bless them because, for instance, Tonya Bogan, she was acting clerk for some time. She never got paid. They work day and night. It doesn't matter how long the meeting. They just work. Anything that the council asks them for, they do. So I felt in my heart that they deserve what was left. We didn't have to do an amendment. It was just there. I assumed, and I know what a lot of people say, when you assume, you find yourself assuming. Again, I say, I was not trying to do something bad. I was trying to do something good for our employees. But I recall reading a story in the Bible. There was this man who had a garden. He went out planting good seeds. So after a while, they went back, they looked out, and he said to the owner, he said, didn't we plant good seeds? The owner said, yeah, we did. He said, but paraphrase, there's some, I see that there are some weeds out there. He said, what happened? He said, while we slept, the enemy came and planted some bad seeds. Even though we have the violence, even though we have killings, even though we have whatever is going on in this city of ours, my job is to help to bring the city together to make a difference, not to divide and not to conquer. And so I'm here today to see what is it that I can do to rectify what happens. And here again, I have the sheet whereas I signed it. Not one of those employees asked me for a raise, not one. Nobody ever came and said, Mr. Chair, would you give us a raise? I watch people action. I watch how people lay. I did it upon myself. I was unaware that I needed the whole council at some point. Yes, I was gonna tell everybody, but at that point, hadn't got to that point. And so, Sometimes a delay is not a denial. Sometimes procrastination gets you to the point where you are. I was not aware. I was not. Are you council? Are you chairman of the city council? And you're not aware of the rules? Mm. I'm sorry, Aaron. I don't buy it. And if you don't want to divide our city, do everything out in the open, Mr. Green. Bring it before the council. Yeah, why Why didn't you bring it before? This is what I, I want to do. Here's what I plan to do, guys. They deserve it. They want it. Fight for them. Nope. Fight for what, them. That's not what happened. You did it in the dark of night. And he tells the story of the sower of the seeds. <gasps> so what is he saying? It's somebody else's fault. The enemy yeah. came in and planted bad seeds. So somebody, it's not my fault. Somebody, the enemy came in somebody and did it. Somebody discovered his ill deed is what's yeah. the deal. I'm sorry I don't buy it. <sighs> But he had no choice. I mean, did we really expect him to come out and go, I was trying to pull one over on you? 
And I got caught. Sorry. Oops. I was trying to I was trying to steal from you. Oops. I'm sorry. A crime's a crime's a crime. Somebody needs to tell me this is not a crime. Rush Limbaugh used to say it doesn't matter what you do. They had good intent. The intent was good. Didn't mean to. He was well, trying to bless them with my money. I'll bless them if I want. Thanks. Yeah. Fletcher has sports coming up next. Mike and McCarty. Back with more of Mike and McCarty on 1017 FM and 710 Keel. Okay, so the special called council meeting, is that still on now? Still on. Green rescinded the raises? Still on because part of that agenda was to um, call for an investigation. Um, And they're apparently going to call for an investigation. Uh, Complaints have been filed with the legislative auditor's office, uh, with the district attorney, with the sheriff, um, the... I'm not sure if with the feds or anything yet, but ultimately the feds may have to get involved if there was anything that was done, you know, that could possibly be. I don't think there is, but um, they want to get to the bottom of it. And I think the council may call for an independent investigation, not just the legislative auditor. I mean, not just the um, internal auditor with the city. They may call for a special investigator that the city hires. So we're going to spend more money on this he said other other council chair people have done this i asked i sent mr green an email yesterday and i said i would like to know which former council members have done this and when to your knowledge um let me i'll read it directly reverend green please tell me which previous council chairman gave pay raises raises to any employee you said it has been done before I would like to know when it happened, um, Aaron. And I sent that to Reverend Green, Tom Dark, and Tom Arsenault. Um, I'm waiting on the response. You haven't gotten a response? No, I haven't gotten a response yet, no. From um, the Now, see, here's my issue. Certain districts, okay, elect mm-hmm. each council member. Yeah. Okay. But the decisions that they make affect the entire city. Especially if they become chairman. I mean, they, he, he is the supervisor of those staff members. He can tell them what to do. And, and if you have somebody who's crooked or who's, you know, kind of power hungry, he can tell those staff members to do things that the whole council might not want him to tell them to do. That's the problem. You, you, Councilman Green needs to be moved. He needs to be moved from that position. He has shown he's not good with this power. He, he, it, it's time. Um, and I hope the council moves in that direction. It's going to take Ursula Bowman to really step up to make that happen. But she's shown she is willing to stand up she when has. she sees something wrong. She has. And I, I applaud her for that. And she and and to be honest, she's going to probably have to be the one to be chairman. You know, because I I would I find that she's probably among among the council members now. She's probably one. And and again, they're. I don't know that this is going to happen. They're going to have to have four votes. But once you realize that your chairman has abused his power, which many in this community would tell you he has, and you're trying to go to the voters later this year, possibly, for a bond issue, if James James Green is still chair of that council, 
you're dooming it. You're dooming your bond issue. Now, I reached out to the mayor to come on. He'll join us at 710. He doesn't want to talk about this. He said he that's a count. This is a council action. It's up to the council to decide what to do about it. But my concern with the mayor is you have somebody in the payroll department that approved a pay raise on one man's word. Right. Have you changed policies in the payroll department? Yes, it's council business, but it's also city business. It's city it's money. Taxpayer, it's my money that's mm-hmm. being doled out. And he didn't know about it. And I and I asked him, I said, don't you think the mayor of the city should have known when somebody got a $10,000 pay raise? And he probably should have. And I'm sure he is managing that behind the scenes, but doesn't want to get out in front and get in the middle of this council mess because it's a mess. And so he's kind of being quiet about it, but he didn't know about it. He did tell me he did not know this happened, um, but doesn't want to talk about it. So I, I understand that, but we'll talk to him after seven. We've got other issues to discuss with him. So uh, it's just, it's embarrassing is, is all I can tell well, you. It, absolutely embarrassing. Mm-hmm. It's insulting. And, and the other the other part to this, Mike, is if, if Art Thompson had been clerk of council during this debacle, and Art, if you don't know Art, Art was count, clerk of council for 30-plus years and had, oh, such a moral compass. If this had happened under his watch, the, if he didn't know about the raise, the moment he got the first paycheck with it on there, he would have said, whoa, right. Where did this come here. from? What happened? Yes. We didn't authorize this. Or if it came to him, hey, I'm going to give you a raise, he would have said, Council needs to approve that. Clerk of council needs to know that's the law. That's how it has to be handled. Well, and I know she's new at the getting, job. If you're getting another $10,000, you're going to shut your mouth <sighs> and go, yeah. okay, thanks. Not if you're Art Thompson. Not if you have moral fiber. Not if you care about your no, community. I agree. I'm, I so, agree. That's my two cents. But uh, I'm, EMS, you got, not, you got the number for 911? <laughs> no, but I got some more makers, Mark. Oh, thank you. Mike and McCarty, 1017. Back with more of Mike and McCarty on 1017 FM and 710 Kiel. I had reality slap me in the face this morning. Oh, no. I pull out of the driveway. I back out and, and start heading down the street. And, and coming towards me in the dark, uh, I can see it looked... It looked like a little mini wolf is what the dog looked like. Ooh. But it was wire, a wire-haired thing. And it was just kind of trotting down the middle of the street. At, oh, poor you know, baby. Yeah, 4.30 in the morning or whatever. Uh. So I was like, wait a minute. Mm. Something just, it just didn't, you know, yeah. you can just tell. Right. The dog's running around or this dog... So I stopped, got out of the truck, and it just kind of kept trotting. So I got back and back to the truck up so I could I could get to her. And uh, I ended up having to, I could see it had tags on it. Oh, okay. So I didn't want to just, it just looked lost to me. Right. It just had that. Well, and like then I'm when I'm trying it, to get home, it was just, yeah, it had mm-hmm. no direction that it was really going. And then it tripped over a curb. And I went, this poor thing is blind as a bat. Oh, no. So I had to kind of chase it a little bit because I was going to try and read the tag. And I I got a hold of the tag. And I'm, and I'm, (laughs) so I've got a flashlight, my phone, glasses, (laughs) and the dog, and I'm holding. And and then it kind of wiggles away. And it's, and then, and it's going to try to bite me. 
Mm-hmm. But it's so old, Aaron. It, it was just like, it was just pitiful. Poor thing. Uh, but I had to kind of chase it. And I'm going, <laughs> really? Really? I'm about to have a heart attack? Being outrun by a 20-year-old dog? Yeah. Did you find the mom? Yeah, I did. I, I called the number, and, uh, and and they didn't answer, but she ended up calling me back. I took the dog in the house. I couldn't just let it okay. run around. I picked it. It weighed nothing. It was just poor thing. Mm. But uh, but did I got it Did you tell home. your wife? I did. I or woke her up. Or is there a strange up. dog in the house no, when I she gets up? No, I woke her up. Okay. I said, hey, hey. And she, <laughs> she looks, she goes, what? Because what? Oh, <laughs> I'm holding this. It looks like a wolf. I mean, oh, it's man. funny. Or a possum. Yeah. You know, it had the, it was kind of gray. Anyway. Oh, gosh. Yeah, the lady said, she's 20, he's 23 years old. Oh, my goodness. Said, Holy cow. Well, you're so sweet. No, that was but sweet I'm, of you. But I'm like. <laughs> yeah, you're trying to hey, die. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> I got your dog. <laughs> going, I, I may have run twenty feet, and yeah. it wasn't even running. It was just kind of trotting after this poor creature. And thank goodness it's <laughs> snowing out there, so it's not hot. You know, yeah. had it been hot, it'd have been a different story. I got to start exercising. <laughs> Golly. Well, that was nice of you. Well, I wouldn't always do it, but it just something felt like that poor thing needed help. Yeah, absolutely. Just needed help. And, mm-hmm. and of course, my dog's going nuts now. Right, exactly. <laughs> 1017 FM. By the way, Mayor Arsenault is going to join us coming up after the top of the hour. 1017 Let's get back to the show with Mike and McCarty on 1017 FM and 710 Keel. Hold on, Hank. Reuben, hand, hand me that can of worms over there, if you would. Sure. Gonna, yeah. I want to open it. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, Lord, you're scaring me now. I don't know what, what the, what's in the can, Reuben. <laughs> Matt got, sent us a message, Shreveport Security Systems message board. Mm-hmm. What's going on with I-20? Although it's in Bossier. It looks like Shreveport last year. Uh-oh. The shoulders are full of debris trash and most of the street lights are burnt out oh no in Bozier? weeds and grass are growing all over the median concrete mayor chandler come on now Bozier's supposed to set the standard Bozier turned a little ratchet with that fight too at the what the trampoline park i missed that was Ruben, that earlier Ruben, this week yeah i uh, i posted about that the fight at the trampoline park <laughs> there's was, uh, kids playing and yeah. there's people there's grown-ups punching each other look let me tell you i was with the bozier police department i was in the reserve unit for almost 15 years bozier's got they've got their situ- they've got their sets mm-hmm. of situations yeah i saw shreveport people cleaning up yesterday more out there on the interstate crews clean i see them every week now I saw a street sweeper on the interstate the other morning. I wish we could get a street sweeper through the neighborhood. I keep my curb clear. I mm-hmm. keep and I, and I get a shovel and because water mains break up the road, you know, sure, up the street, sure. and then that that dirt ends up just kind of trailing down the mud, and then it cakes up. And you know, anyway, it, yeah. It, turns into like you got to clear it. You got to get a shovel mm-hmm. and scrape it all up and clear it all up. There's 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 a uh, something that irritates me about this Shreveport Bozier thing that I don't know. The Shreveport Barksdale Bridge is Bozier handles one direction for the lights, Shreveport handles the other. That's why they're two different colors on both bridges. Why don't they order the same bulbs? <laughs> 
one kind of a bluish and another yes. yellow. It's silly. <laughs> one half of the bridge has a different color light yeah. than the other side of the bridge. It looks stupid. <laughs> Why don't we get get together and order the same bulbs or, you know, Bozier buys them in the odd years and Shreveport buys them in the even years, something. It's silly. <laughs> it really is. And I they need to either one city say, we'll take care of it or come up with solution for that because it looks dumb where are we on jimmy davis by the way oh gosh mike is it a uh, fast it, track it's it's on the f- <laughs> we're in the design build phase that, that means 2040 is that oh, what that means? Uh, yeah it's a five-year build i think for the new bridge now i don't know what the process is for the old bridge making it a linear park i'm not sure about that but i think the new I still bridge have no build, issue with that i i still have yeah i, I think I, it's Especially when you think about connecting the two mm-hmm. bike trails, right? You know? and, and running, I think it'll be kind of cool. Yeah, I'm not I running. hope people will use it. I, you know, I think it's unique. It'll be unique to the state. Um, you know, a, a linear park going over a big river is a, a kind of cool thing. Mm-hmm. It's a cool selling point. I think so. And I enough that it's beautiful, and they put benches up there where you can go up there and you know sit and and watch the river. I, you know, I'm I'm down with putting bungee up there, you know, and all that. <laughs> I don't think they're going to do that, but you know, it's about time. We've been th- talking about a new Jimmy Davis Bridge for 25 years. It was interesting to me. I always had the visual the new bridge was going to be south of Jimmy Davis. Mm-hmm. So it, it, that was just always my thought. Yep. You know. Nope. No, it's going to be on the toward the the Brookshire Grocery Arena side. Been seeing surveyors out doing work out there, so they're they're doing the preliminary stuff, and you know, pretty soon we'll see some shovels going. I just hope the barn swallows stay well, I away. Hope it's more than shovels. Yeah, I hope it is more than shovels. <laughs> I mean, think about it. You'll have fifteen guys out there and then two shovels. Yeah, but seriously, building a bridge over a river is a big it's, ordeal. It, yeah, that's pretty interesting. It's going to be fun to watch. Wouldn't you love to have seen some of that over Lake Pontchartrain? Oh, how they do that twenty-two mile bridge? Yeah, no kidding, no kidding. That's an incredible span. Incredible. I used to, there's a there's a a, a section, I think, Mobile, where you go under the water. Yes. The tunnel. How incredible is that? Mm-hmm. I used to have n- dreams about that. Not yeah. necessarily nightmares, but, you know. Right. That's a cool structure, too. Yeah. How they did that is pretty amazing. Mayor, pretty amazing. Mayor Tom Arsenault joining us after the news, top of the hour, Mike and McCarty. Now more breaking news and trending talk with Mike and McCarty on 1017 FM and 710 Kiel. Bayrat on the Shreveport uh, Security Systems message board says on the Jimmy Davis Bridge. Wait till they find an endangered cross-eyed toad in the river. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we know that's coming. Oh my gosh! Yeah, that are all the bats cleared away? The barn swallows, uh-huh. all the owls, and the in the striped lizards, and everything we need to. I don't. I see a clear. lot of barn swallows on the Preston overpass when I go under Preston Street, the bridge on Clyde Fant. I see a lot of barn swallow nests up under that bridge. So I don't know if that's their new home. I'm not sure. I don't really know. Um, so it, we think if we if we take a broom under there and get them all out there, they're not going to go find someplace else to go, or they're mm. going to just drop out of the sky and die. I'm not sure. And 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 we're right now we're just building the new bridge, so we don't have to worry about the old one yet. Right. But when we get to the old one, somebody told me WD40. 
Spray WD-40 up there. <laughs> they go away. I mean, don't spray it on the birds, please. Right. But spray it up there. They don't like it, and they move. They move along. So I'll buy you a couple cans. I'll buy you a case of, there a spray, case of yeah. it. Yeah. Spray it Somebody up there. Somebody should have sprayed some WD-40 on those overhead trusses on Jimmy Davis Bridge oh, years ago. Oh, gosh. Yeah, no kidding. They're just orange from rust. Yeah. And are we still going to get that painted purple like we were promised? I don't know if it's going to be purple. I don't know. We voted on it. But I'm telling it. you, and, 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 and along that need of paint theme, when I drive by on I-20 right out here, that huge water tower, mm-hmm. it's Aaron, it's embarrassing. Yeah. I mean, the thing's just covered in rust. And then you see those beautiful ones in Bossier. What? Why? They're gorgeous. We we're I think we've we're asking for money for water tower upgrades. I think that they're in that's in the works. I remember asking Mayor Arsenault a few weeks ago about that, and he says that's in that's in the plan that's going to be taken care of. Mm-hmm. The water towers are going to be redone. Yeah, we are going to talk with him after seven o'clock about his bond study committee. Is he close to getting his people together? What is what are his charges to them? What are his what's his goal when he tells them I want you to go out and study these things? Here's what we need. Here's how I want you to go about it. And and um, you know, how big a sale is it? I mean, when you got the when you got the shenanigans going on at the council level right now, this is a monster sale. When city officials show that they're not responsible with our money, mm-hmm. It's kind of tough. To give you more money. Yeah, it's it, kind of tough. It really is. And and he knows that. This is not his first rodeo. He understands that. And But again, he doesn't want to get involved in the tussle with the council. He's like, this is council business. He was, he was a council member at one time. Yes, he, he knows kn- the rules. He knows what's going on. He knows the charter. He knows the rules. He knows somebody in finance should have stopped it. Well, That's apparently the truth. our current council chairman doesn't know the charter. Yeah. And and again, when people ask me, well, why isn't the mayor going to talk about this? Well, when, when the mayor and I discussed it, he said, look, this is really an issue for the council. Let them have their meeting. And, 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 and no, I did not know about the raise. And we'll ask him any, anyway. We've agreed. We've agreed we won't ask him about it. So did my mic just go away or did my headphones? There we go. Anyway, I'm having a moment. But so that's and, what we've agreed to. And, and, and by the way, I said the current chair doesn't know the, the charter or does he and just chooses to ignore it. <clears throat> I mean, yeah, this is his second go round on the council. I mean, he was on the council years ago, and and now he's back. <sighs> That's a struggle. We if you miss James Green's exiting because he won't reply to your yeah, we'll try. We'll, we'll we'll play some of his news conference later on to this morning too. So if you missed it, Ugh. Mayor Tom coming up next. One hundred one seven FM seven ten. One hundred one seven FM, seven ten Keel. Mike and McCarty on the Jack Spring Electric Newsmaker Hotline. Shreveport Mayor Tom Arsenault joining us. Mayor, good morning, sir. Good morning. Let's make it real clear: we're we're not discussing the council mess, right? Correct. Okay. Hey, I do have a question. When <laughs> you were no, 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 no. Okay, Mayor, when you were on the Shreveport City Council, who was the mayor at that time? John Hussey. Mayor, oh, Mayor Hussey. Saw him at the gym yesterday. 
I, I he's used amazing. to see him at Strawn's pretty regularly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, how was the relationship between Mayor Hussey and the council at that time? Uh, it was very good. Uh, he he worked with the he worked with the council, tried to keep the council uh, apprised of what his agenda was and what he was trying to do. And I uh, thought he had an excellent relationship with the council. I had a front row seat to that, and I agree they 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 worked well together. We want to talk to you this morning about the um, bond study committee that you are putting together. You are going to appoint five, as I recall, and council members were to send you nominations of two from their districts. Where are we on appointing that committee? How close are we to having those meetings? Uh, I think the I think the meetings will probably start next week. Uh, I'm going to uh, make the appointments. I've gotten almost all of the council members' appointments. And once I have all of those, then I will make the remainder of mine. I want to see theirs and and maybe balance out and, you know, just make sure that we've got all the areas that I think need to be covered. Uh, And uh, Dr. Clark is Dr. Larry Clark, who is going to be the chairman and one of my five, uh, is very anxious to get rolling and roll up his sleeves and get some some things done. So I'm, I'm very excited that he is excited about about moving this thing forward as quickly as possible. What is your charge to this panel going to be? What are you going to tell them? I mean, what is going to be on that list of here's what I want accomplished? Well, we're going to what we're going to do is start with some briefings uh, by department heads so that they can understand what the departments feel is their great infrastructure needs are. And then really it is up to them. Um, and I think that looking at the names of the people who are there, they're very responsible people. They will also be holding a uh, I believe at least two public meetings to receive uh, all their meetings will be public in the open meeting sense of the word, but they will be holding some meetings specifically to receive public input on things that the public believes that the city needs to do with these, uh, with these ultimate bond proceeds. What is your top priority when it comes to these bonds? Uh, probably streets, uh, rebuilding of streets, uh, some additional thing. We have a long list of uh, unfunded capital needs, and we're gonna we're gonna lay those out. Uh, our department heads and the CAO will lay those out for the committee. I think most of those will be uh, fairly obvious, and I'm I am purposely not laying all those out because I really want this meet this committee not to be a window dressing or a rubber stamp. So. Uh, I really want to leave it to them, but I have a great trust in the people and in their judgment and in the people that are being selected by the council and by me to exercise really good judgment. The ultimate decision, of course, is with the city council. And, Mayor, if you really want to know, when you talk about streets, I'm sure you don't ride a motorcycle. Take your daily routes on a motorcycle sometime Mm. if you really want to see how bad our streets are. <laughs> now, Michael, take well, you for I, a ride. I'll yeah. take you for a ride, and and and, and you'll well, see I, how I, we I have. Think... He's weaving a lot on that road. Yeah, he's trying to navigate the the smoothest route that won't rattle his fillings out. Well, I probably will take you up on the motorcycle ride, although I'm not a I'm not I don't, wouldn't want to drive one myself, and trust me, you wouldn't want me to drive one myself. <laughs> no, but I, I got a mine's a big bike. I'll, I'll, I will take you, but let me let me ask you this: what in, in light of this recent council situation, 
What do you say to the voters who are going, I don't trust how the city is spending my money. Why would I vote for more, for more a bond proposal? What do you say to the skeptics right now? Well, I think, first of all, they haven't seen the bond proposal, and I think we need to wait to see what that bond proposal will be. And for a member that uh, the council, once it approves the bu- amount to go on the budget, will basically be approving the dollars, and it will be up to uh, the administration to manage the bond issue, decide when to sell the bonds, decide when to do the project. So uh, I think I, I, I think this this the current tempest will probably settle down. Are you doing taking any steps, Mayor Tom Arsenault, to increase the trust people have in government, in city government? Are you is that going to be part of this as well? Because we have to be completely transparent. People have to know exactly what you're doing with our money. Well, I think when people see the way that we're going to prepare the 2024 budget and uh, and the information that is provided with that, some of the choices that are going to be available for people to make decisions among, I think that they will see that we intend to be very transparent and just very open and honest uh, about what our financial situation is. Uh, I think that the administration has managed the funds well. Uh, thus far, and I think we will continue to do that. We have a really good staff of people in in the finance department that are handling that well, and I think that through the process of that, they the people will see that their money is being managed well. When you go beyond your top priority is streets, what's next on your list? What else is up there that you're like, gosh, we got to do something about this now? There will be some public safety, some additional public safety uh, issues to be uh, to be raised uh, there. I had hoped we'd have uh, a little bit better progress on the substations by now to, to be able to evaluate those. Um, and there will probably be some parks, uh, some re- restoration of some park facilities uh, on there. But uh, that those are the three things that I see. Any infrastructure needs that you see, like water mains, especially throughout Broadmoor and that kind of thing? That'll be the issue for water and sewer. The issue will be uh, whether we put that on the ballot or not. You know, we have the ability through Enterprise Fund, we have the ability to issue revenue bonds for some of that, which is a different source than taxes. Uh, And, of course, we, we do have huge infrastructure needs in the sewer to comply we still have to comply with that consent decree so uh, that will be one of the decisions that the administration and this committee and the council will need to make is uh, what if any part of water and sewer do we put in a general obligation bond issue now mayor arsenault will you go on the um once the bond this panel puts together this and the council decides here's the proposals we want on the ballot are you going to go on the grilled chicken circuit yourself personally and sell this? I mean, go to every meeting you can and and be the cheerleader. Are you going to be the guy? I'm going to be the guy. I, I will go uh, grilled chicken, uh, mystery meat, uh, whatever, Fish fry. whatever it is that <laughs> whatever it is that people are willing to uh, to put in front of me to eat. I'm going to be willing to eat and tell them why we need to make this investment in our community. And and I know you don't want me to ask you this, but if we don't, I mean, we had a massive one fail last year, except for public safety. 
Um, if we go that route again, um, what what are you most worried about? We we have not made significant investment in our infrastructure in quite a long time, and the 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 former theory. I'll just give an example. We had. Uh, at one time, our death service millage was about 30 mils. And what we would do is, as some of those bonds were coming off, we would try and structure a bond issue that would result in no new taxes, but would bring in a lot of fresh money. In other words, using what the people were already contributing to reinvest in our community. Over time, that we we were unsuccessful in continuing to do that. So the debt service millage has dropped to about 11 mils from 30 mils. And uh, now, in order to make the reinvestment, it will require a tax increase, but it will still be well below what we had been paying at one time uh, for debt service. Do you just talk about a water rate increase? Is that coming? Um. I think we're going to have to look at uh, at utility rates this year in order to well early next year in order to in, in order to make sure that we can continue complying with the consent decree. But that has to go before the council, correct? That has to go before the council. Not not something that not something that can be done unilaterally. So you can't okay. sign a paper and raise my water rates. I cannot. <laughs> okay. Okay, Mayor. One more quick question. Are you going to attend today's special called council meeting? I am not planning to. Okay. Mayor, thanks for your time. If anything new is brewing, please let us know. I sure will. Thank you so much for having me on. You bet. Thanks, Mayor. 101.7. Back to the big stories of the day with Mike and McCarty on 101.7 FM and 710 Kiel. Okay. Why am I not on this list? I don't know. You were you were you were number sixteen. Ah. You just missed the cut. Ruben was seventeen. The top fifteen most powerful men in Shreveport. Mm-hmm. And Bozier. I can lift more mm-hmm. than most of these guys can lift. <laughs> I'm more powerful. You think so? You think you got some juice? You got a little juice. You do have a little juice. You know, and I no. and I've done this list. Um, every other year or something like that for a while and i kind of for about a month or two i kind of survey people in my crowd people in the office people i hang out with and i'm like who do you think are should be on this list now some have fallen off the list um greg tarver is leaving the senate it's term limited didn't win the mayor's race it's gonna kind of that's the first election he's ever lost yeah. Is that correct? I think it is. I think it is. So is he going to fade into the sunset? I think he'll be a little active, but I don't think he'll have as much juice as he's had. Uh, Robert Adley's come off the list. He was a longtime state rep. Uh, um, he's not as powerful anymore. Brian Crawford, who was the city CAO under Ollie Tyler, mm-hmm. he's still a top executive with Willis Knighton, and so he's still right. got some uh, some power but um, not as much as before. And James Elrod, who was perennially number one on the list, um, is no longer on the list. He's kind of stepped aside uh, from Willis Knighton. They still have a lot of influence, but not like they had in the past. 
Um, I love some of, the, I think, additions. Gregory mm-hmm. Kallenberg. Yes, he's on the list. He was on the last one, too. Um, he's number 14, correct? Mm-hmm. Um, we had to put James Green on the list this year. Based on current chairman of the council, he's been, I mean, he's been muscling a lot of power. I mean, you love it or hate it, you can't deny he's a powerful man in this community. He wields a lot of power. Theron Jackson um, has got a lot of his uh, parishioners who are elected officials. He is the pastor of Morningstar Missionary Baptist Church, former councilman, does a lot. Uh, from the Bossier side, David Montgomery, longtime councilman, is mm-hmm. on the list. He is uh, not a lot of people know about him. He doesn't get out there in the media a lot. But in terms of knowing what's going on in and out of Bossier City, he's your guy. Uh, you want to see the rest of the list? Keelnews.com. Go check it out. 1017 Back with more of Mike and McCarty on 1017 FM and 710 Keel. I'm looking over this geek con mm-hmm. for this weekend. That's this weekend. It's going to be a blast. It's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, Friday night, we'll be at the Shreveport Convention Center. I'm going to be working with Irene Bedard. Oh, that'll be fun. That'll be fun. Irene, I just I fell in love with her during Smoke Signals. Oh, is that what she was in? She was okay. a, it, Smoke Signals was a small independent film made by American Indians. Um, about American Indians. It was mm-hmm. a story. It was really interesting. And it was a, 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 a young man relationship between a young man and his father was the focal story. Um, but it was, it was very good. I, I really enjoyed it. And uh, she's going to, she's going to be there all the, all weekend. Yeah. This is the and big She was weekend. also the voice for Poca- Disney's Pocahontas. Oh, cool. Very cool. I don't know if she was the singing voice, mm-hmm. but I know she voiced Pocahontas. Yeah, come out and see us. We're going to be at GeekCon all weekend. Uh, it is an amazing event. I'm just telling you right now, your grandkids, your kids, Monday morning when they get to school, all the kids are going to go, were you at GeekCon? Were you at GeekCon? Did you see? Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So they want to be there. Find a way to get them there. Uh, Shreveport uh, City Council Chairman James Green issued an apology during a news conference yesterday. You can hear what he has to say coming up next with Mike and McC- Let's get back to the show with Mike and McCarty on 1017 FM and 710 Keel. 1017 FM, 710 Keel, Mike and McCarty. Yesterday we talked about uh, the races that were issued to city council staff uh, mm-hmm. without knowledge of other council members, apparently. Right. And the uh, council chair, James Green, had had issued these raises on his own, thought he had the authority. Mm-hmm. Well, he found out he doesn't have the authority. Right. And he had a news conference, held a news conference yesterday. And this is what he had to say. First of all, I'd like to apologize to the entire Shreveport City Council. Um, I'd also like to apologize uh, to uh, Generico Flemings, Latonya Bogan, Jacqueline White, Terry Sanders, and Ralph Jones. Back in June, I uh, looked at my budget as to what was left in there. We have a very important staff and they uh, 
great work. And so my actions was not arbitrary, nor was it capricious. I was not trying to do something bad. I was trying to do something good for our staff because they work very hard. And so on June 29th, I signed for them to get a raise. This is a copy. They worked very hard. And I thought that the raise was justifiable. On the other hand, the responsibility that I take is because I assume that it was in my power to give them a raise because previous chairs have done the same. I've never asked if it wasn't okay, so I assume that it was okay. Let that be as it may, I take full responsibility. And I apologize for it. And so, here's the copy that I gave them already. Today, right before you all, those raises that I gave, I'm signing a copy to rescind those. I feel sorry that I have to do that. But my grandmama taught me when you know right, you do right. When you know wrong, wrong, true wrong, doesn't make a right. So today I wanted to say to my colleagues, I didn't know that this was going on. I didn't know that they were displeased. I found out about it in the wind. And when I found out about it, then I prayed about it to ask what is it that I could do to get this rectified. And the only thing that I can do is take responsibility, stand before you all, apologize, and do my best to get everything balanced. If there are anybody that got hurt from this, I apologize to them because I meant no harm. Sometimes when you are in positions and you just want to help people, you just want to bless people when you're in that position, that's all I was trying to do is bless them because, for instance, Tanya Bogan, she was acting clerk for some time. She never got paid. They work day and night. It doesn't matter how long the meeting. They just work. Anything that the council asks them for, they do. So I felt in my heart that they deserve what was left. We didn't have to do an amendment. It was just there. I assume, and I know what a lot of people say, when you assume, you find yourself assuming. Again, I say, I was not trying to do something bad. I was trying to do something good for our employees. But I recall reading a story in the Bible. There was this man who had a garden. He went out planting good seeds. So after a while, they went back, they looked out, he said to the owner, he said, didn't we plant 
good seed. Mama said, yeah, we did. He said, but paraphrase, there's some, I see that there's some weeds out there. He said, what happened? He said, while we slept, the enemy came and planted some bad seeds. Even though we have the violence, even though we have killings, even though we have whatever is going on in this city of ours, my job is to help to bring the city together to make a difference, not to divide and not to conquer. And so I'm here today to see what is it that I can do to rectify what happens. And here again, I have the sheet whereas I signed it. Not one of those employees asked me for a raise, not one. Nobody ever came and said, Mr. Chair, would you give us a raise? I watch people action. I watch how people labor. I did it upon myself. I was unaware that I needed the whole council at some point. Yes, I was going to tell everybody, but at that point, hadn't got to that point. And so, sometimes a delay is not a denial. Sometimes procrastination gets you to the point where you are. Cool. I was. Well, a delay is not a denial, but he was going to tell them, why not bring it up before? Yeah. This is what I want to do. I mm -hmm. want to issue these raises to the council. And if you're council chairman and you don't know the rules, mm -hmm. should you be council chairman? Yeah. God, sad. Grayson Butcher going to join us coming up after the top of the hour, uh, talking about this very thing and the special called council meeting today. Uh, that's coming up. Mike now more breaking news and trending talk with Mike and McCarthy on 1017 FM and 710 Keel. We're so lucky to have Ruben with us. First of all, Ruben knows how much I appreciate him being over there. Mm -hmm. Don't want to do it without him. Yeah. Boy, I hope I beeped this right. But I hope I did. Ruben's Ru like, yeah, I do too. Yeah. Ruben <laughs> says, hey, y'all heard this Oliver Anthony? Looks like he looks like he could be my kid. He does. <laughs> I thought you were moonlighting. <laughs> well, yeah, me thirty years ago, maybe yeah. or forty years ago. This is a song a that redheaded is, kid with a great big red beard. It is sweeping the nation, correct? It's number one on iTunes in the U.S. right now, and it happened basically overnight. Overnight, I, it was all I saw on Facebook yesterday. Oliver Anthony's "Rich Men North of Richmond." Which, Rich uh, men north of Richmond. You know okay. it's north of Richmond, Virginia. Yeah, we all know yeah. what's up there. <laughs> Why? Washington D.C. Yeah, the nation's capital. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they're they're con how they're controlling us, and the, they're they're evil. And it's a song about evil politicians. We can't play much of it because he got a little bit of a potty mouth. <laughs> but this is the this song has gone more viral than all, Jason Aldean. Anything yeah, he's taking small town to another level. Oh, man. Here's just the small smidgy. I've been selling my soul, working all day, overtime hours for bullshit pay, so I can sit out here and waste my life away, drag back home and drown my troubles away. It's a damn shame what the world's got. Might, might want to fade yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Might, might want to fade it. Yeah. <laughs> we can't play much more of his than we can Opossum. Oh, Where are they? No, yeah. About the same. It's Dirt uh, Track Trailer Queen or whatever. Is that a banjo? 
Yeah, no, no, it's a what he what he's playing is a uh, he's got a steel resonator on an acoustic guitar. Okay, uh, you usually see him on slide guitars, but they put him on regular ones he's, too. He's he's a he looks like a hillbilly from the Tennessee well, Hills. Well, he's got a beard. Come on. <laughs> he sounds like a hillbilly. Do I look where's like he, a hillbilly? Where's he from? Is he from L.A.? Wait, he's from Farmville, Tennessee. Or, I'm sorry, West Virginia, yeah. <laughs> Farmville, West Virginia. You heard about him here first. His name again is Anthony. Oliver Anthony. Oliver Anthony. Rich man. Yeah, if you look this up on YouTube, uh, you, you, it's pretty incredible. Mm-hmm. Now, is he going to be this politically divisive guy like Jason Aldean was? Is there going to be some backlash about this guy? Do we I know, know yet? I, th- I think he's more for for the the working man. I the, think the working man. He's more of a a, a working man's uh, singer. Yeah, he's but, very, very the the song itself is very pro blue, blue collar. But know. he's talking about people on welfare later in the song. Yeah, yeah. That's going to get him in trouble. Yeah, it probably will. He's talking about <laughs> fat people in the song. That's going to get him in trouble. Specifically, fat people on welfare. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's yeah, he's. Uh... He doesn't want to pay for your fudge rounds. Yeah, <laughs> he says it. Uh, we can't play it because it's three hundred pounds. I don't want to pay for your fudge rounds. Grayson Butcher coming up after the news. Micah McCarty, what a. One hundred one seven FM, seven ten Keel. Mike and McCarty, Mike Martindale, Aaron McCarty on the Jack Spring Electric Newsmaker Hotline. Shreveport City Council Member Grayson Butcher. Good morning, Grayson. Hey, good morning, y'all. We know you're getting ready for the meeting, special called meeting at nine o'clock this morning. Tell us uh, now. Uh, obviously, uh, Council Chair James Green has rescinded the raises. So what are we still going to address during this special called meeting? Well, I mean, I don't really think he can rescind something that he wasn't able to give. Um, so I think that by acts of the council, that would that would truly rescind what was what was done. Um, so I think that's the purpose of the meeting is to go ahead and rescind uh, those raises that were sent up to HR just to make sure that we've got all of our I's dotted and our T's crossed. So um that's what the purpose of it is. The second purpose is um, there's an item on the agenda which says that we'll start a council investigation into into how this happened. I, I think that, you know, he said yesterday that he was fully responsible for it. But really, if you look at how it went up the chain, um, how did HR not know that this was not, uh, that, that this raise should have not been given? I mean, why, why would they not have checked the documentation or the legislation or the, or the budget or, or something to see? Uh, so there's there's a lot of a uh, lot of spokes in this wheel that that look like they're broken, and we kind of need to figure it out. And it's not to point fingers or make anybody look stupid, but we don't need this to happen again. Well, did he not know, or did he not care? Uh, that, that's a question you're gonna whenever whenever y'all get him on later on the night uh, this afternoon <laughs> or in the morning. Y'all yeah. need to ask him that. That's me holding my breath. Grayson, um, I, I only have to think this. I, I worked with Art Thompson for years. You did for a few years as well. Um, if this had happened under Art Thompson's watch, who was the former clerk of the council, he would have raised some red flags. I'm, I'm questioning why the clerk of the council, if she didn't know the raise was coming, but then it came, why, did, why weren't red flags raised then? Well, and, and it's not like the city doesn't have an abundance of lawyers on staff, and 
lawyers that are on contract. I mean, we we we're, we're full of lawyers. I mean, there could be a a lawyer football game, and there'd be enough for the offense and defense <laughs> in in city hall. So, I mean, it's not like it wasn't a phone call away. And actually, the city attorney's office is at the end of the hall of the council. Mm-hmm. So it's it's not like it's something we couldn't have walked in and said, "Hey, look." I want you to look at this, make sure that the chairman has the authority to do that. Now, where that falls, if it falls with Chairman Green or or the clerk or HR or what, I, I can't answer that question. And, and, and I'm not going to try to or point fingers. I just want some answers as to how we got to this because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be frank with you all. I mean, the, the number of calls that we've gotten since this was broken on Monday, or at least that I've gotten that since this was broken on Monday, has been astounding and, and people are upset and it's from both sides of the aisle mm-hmm. um I, I think whenever you start messing with tax dollars and, and you're living in a city that you know we didn't we didn't have water at christmas because we have a failing infrastructure uh you know we were having to bring tankers in to fill up hospitals uh where their boilers would work during freezing weather uh you know we have over 50 murders we have all this stuff that's going on and then we see something like this happen it, it is concerning, and uh, well, it so erodes think, trust in the in the local government. Mm-hmm. Well, it does, and it and and you know, I think about you know you watch a lot of shows on television where there's this multi million dollar company that people are running, and there's a board of directors that are running it, a CEO, and all this other kind of stuff. That's kind of the way the city operates. And if the board of directors doesn't know what's going on, and one per- person is acting, you know, you know, just autonomously. Then, then there's a problem with that. Does and, James Green um, need to be replaced as chair of the council? That's up to the will of the council. I, so, I'm, what are I, steps? Would you support that? Um, I would support us doing an investigation and seeing exactly how things went, and and seeing who instigated this and how far up the chain it went. But on his own admission yesterday, that he admitted yesterday that that he takes full responsibility. Then yes, I, I think probably so. So, what are look, the steps needed he, that he, would? Go Michael, to, he, he said he said that you know that, that he gave the raises back in June and he just hadn't gotten around to talking to us. Mm. Um, that, that's a problem for me. That's what he said in the press conference yesterday. That, that's a little bit of a problem. So I'm sorry, Mike. Go ahead. No, I was just going to ask: What was? Is there a, a proposal that needs to go before the council to uh, replace the chairman? What are the steps needed? Well, I think that uh, the, the council can elect uh, a, a chairman and vice chair any time that they like. But it requires a vote of the council, and I don't know if if, if that is what the rest of the council wants to do. Um, I, I want an I want an investigation. I want it to be an independent investigation. Someone from outside the city that has experience in auditing and investigating uh, government entities, and I want them to look into what happened with this. And then we take that investigation, we see what happened, then we take steps from there as far as what happens if it's censure, if it's removing as chairman. It, I, I don't know. It's going to be the will of the council. And then the second part of that investigation is we need to form a committee that at some point, uh, instead of one person having the authority to give raises in the city council, we need to come up with a policy and a procedure on how that's handled. Vote, uh, vote, vote, of, no, vote of no confidence, possibly, for, for well, Green? There's a, possi- there's a possibility. You know, I, I want the people to stand up and tell us what they want to see. They're, look, this is their money. This is not my money. Um, I'm only one vote. I can put something up, but I want to hear what my constituents have to say about it. And look, I had no knowledge of this until Friday afternoon at six o'clock, and the whole weekend was filled with just how did this happen? So I'm just as shocked as everybody else is about it. 
And, uh, you know, I, I think the people need to speak out, and, and they have been. And uh, not just to me, you know, um, you need to be speaking out to all the council members. Okay, the the meeting today, um, four council members called it. Do you anticipate they will all be there, all seven of you? Um, you know, I don't know. Uh, I know, I'm, I, I think the four that called it will be there. Uh, now, I don't know if, if both pieces of the legislation will pass. I think that the, the, the rescinding, the raises will pass. But as far as the investigation, I don't know if we have four votes. That's my so, other issue, um, Grayson, is that we're going to now spend money on an investigation into actions our council chairman took. I would sure rather give that money to a police officer or buy another police. You follow me? This is ridiculous monies we're spending wastefully. Well, I mean, I, I don't know if it's wasteful if, if we stop things like this from happening. But, right. but I do, I, I do see where you're, I see where you're going. But if we have something that's broken, I mean, you could say, okay, well, you know, I really want to go out and get that new Lexus because I've always wanted one, but I broke my leg. I don't want to pay my deductible on my insurance because that goes against my down payment on my, on my, you know, on my new Lexus. Right. But I got to get it. I got to get my leg fixed. You see what I'm saying? Right. I get it. I, uh, I understand. I, I mean, I'm, I, I'm as frustrated as you are, Aaron, but I don't know how to get to the bottom of it because I just don't think that. He signed a piece of paper, and that's all there is to it. Have you got a, uh, any information? I know you don't want to speak for Ursula Bowman, but do you think she's as frustrated as you and is interested in possibly a change of the council chair position? Because it's going to be up to her. I mean, it's it's a deadlock vote without her, right? Oh yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I can't. I can't. I don't. You know, I've always said this over the last almost five years. I don't. I don't speak for other council members, so I would suggest you know asking her that okay. question. Oh, it's frustrating. Well, we will be watching. Nine o'clock's your meeting. Y'all have fun. Oh, I'm I'm ready. All right. Thank y'all. Y'all have a good morning. You bet. Thank you, Grayson. One oh one seven Back with more of Mike and McCarty on one oh one seven FM and seven ten Keel. I want to go back to this Anthony Oliver. Oliver <laughs> Anthony? Ant- what is it? Oliver Anthony. Oliver Anthony, okay. <laughs> Who is Oliver Anthony? Uh, Babylon B posted a, a thing. It says, country music industry confused by man from actual country making <laughs> actual music. <laughs> uh, if you're just joining us, it's a, a guy from backwoods in Tennessee, right? Uh, Farmville, West Virginia. Uh, farm, excuse me, Farmville, West Virginia. West, yeah. The song is "Rich Men North of Richmond." Yeah. Which is referring to Washington D.C. And it's a it's a video that looks like he just set up some cameras out in the woods. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's <laughs> yeah, he's I think standing it, in front of a deer stand. Yeah, he was doing a. It was a promotional thing for Radio West Virginia. And okay. uh, yeah, is the video like I guess they brought all the equipment out there and just filmed him next to a because it's very well a done. Bunch of, bunch of dogs around. There's bunch, <laughs> yeah, three or four dogs just laying at his feet, just watching him sing. Here's here's about a little piece that we can't play much of it because he got some potty mouth. He's a little potty. Well, he just says s word. Yeah. It's the only thing in the song that he says. Is that it? Yeah, I've I've, I've gone well, through here, the whole video. Here's a smidge that you can hear kind of what he's saying. I've been selling my soul, working all day, overtime hours for bullshit 
pay so I can sit out here and waste my life away. Drag back home and drown my troubles away. It's a damn shame. What the world's gotten to. Oh, it goes on. I, 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 Ruben's a musician. Mm-hmm. Ruben plays in a band, Opossum, Where Art Thou? Yes. And, and I looked at Ruben, I was watching this earlier this morning, and I was like, one man and a guitar. Mm-hmm. A dobro guitar. I love yep. that guitar, by the way. Sounds like a banjo. It's a it's a resonator. It's a steel resonator on just a regular acoustic guitar. Okay. Yeah. One man and a guitar, and he has set the he has set the world on fire. Mm-hmm. Number one on iTunes in the US for the past couple of days now. Wow. Now uh we've gotten some response. Uh Dan Bongino played the song. Uh, a couple days ago, I guess mm, that may have helped him go that, viral. That so probably viral, probably boosted <laughs> yeah. him a little bit. Yeah, but is he? Has well, he now been... he's heard it. Now people have heard it on Mike and McCarty, so uh, it'll yeah. take him over. Oh, the top. oh yeah, he's yeah, going yeah. way over now. Oh, but yeah. I mean, is this like his first song? Is he brand new artist, or has he no. been working in the trenches? No, he's been around a while. I had actually heard one of his songs, and I can't even remember what it was called a while ago. And I was like, oh, this guy's good, but I never really got back with him. And then then I kept seeing him yesterday during the show. Mm-hmm. I you know, we're sitting here during the show, doing the show, and I'm looking for news and stuff to write about, and all I'm seeing is him. Wow. That video over and over and over again, and it's it's insane. Now, is there some controversy brewing with it? Because I know he talks about welfare folks and he, fat he, people. He mentions he mentions welfare once in the song, yeah, but I, I mean, I think I think it's a pretty blue-collar, you know, tune. I wish it the, seems, man, the big seems, man is bad, yeah. It seems, it seems pretty anti-establishment and not really centered left or right it's just you know the politicians are killing us yeah and in in the song i'm quoting lyrics i wish politicians would look out for miners and not just miners on an island somewhere Mm -hmm. lord we got folks in the street ain't got nothing to eat the obese milk and welfare well god if you're five foot three and 300 pounds taxes ought not pay for your bag of fudge rounds whoa 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 back off there big boy i love fudge yeah. rounds yeah me They're too very tasty me too <laughs> fudge rounds are good but so, i i mean i understand the point mm-hmm. and i do have an issue of able-bodied qualified people not working by choice Right. If you're able-bodied, you should be working. Able-bodied, I think all able-minded, of us agree. Able-minded. Mm-hmm. Let me clarify. You bet. Because there are people that aren't 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 that have mental illness. Mentally, yeah, that's you correct. bet. Absolutely. We and have there to are take people in society we need to take care of. Mm-hmm. Of course. You bet. No but doubt. not just because you don't want to work. Right. Right. But you know he's he's taken the country by storm. And I think that's how the majority of us feel. Uh, Everybody well, get up in so. the morning and go to work and earn your pay. And government, stay out of it. Leave us alone. I mean, for him to bump, you know, all the pop music nonsense yes. out, of, out of the iTunes top 10, like, <laughs> like he's really saying something. Yeah, people are really hearing it and they're, they love it and they're resonating. It's It's... We ought to take note of this. Shreveport Mayor Tom Arsenault joining us coming up at 840. He's got a bond proposal uh, study committee that he's putting together. We'll hear from him. Mike and McCarty, 101.7. Back with more of Mike and McCarty on 101.7 FM and 710 Kiel.
Shreveport Mayor Tom Arsenault addresses his uh, bond study committee that he's putting together. And uh, we'll talk with him coming up just after the break. Mike and McCarty. Let's get back to the show with Mike and McCarty on 1017 FM and 710 Keel. 1017 FM 710 Keel. Mike and McCarty on the Jack Spring Electric Newsmaker Hotline. Shreveport Mayor Tom Arsenault joining us. Mayor, good morning, sir. Good morning. Let's make it real clear. We're, we're not discussing the council mess, right? Correct. Okay. <laughs> hey, I do have a question. When you were, no, 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 no. Okay. Mayor, when you were on the Shreveport City Council, who was the mayor at that time? John Hussey. Mayor, oh, Mayor Hussey. Saw him at the gym yesterday. He's, I, I he's used amazing. to see him at Strawn's pretty regularly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, how was the relationship between Mayor Hussey and the council at that time? Uh, it was very good. Uh, he he worked with the he worked with the council, tried to keep the council uh, apprised of what his agenda was and what he was trying to do. And I uh, thought he had an excellent relationship with the council. I had a front row seat to that, and I agree they 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 worked well together. We want to talk to you this morning about the um, bond study committee that you are putting together. You are going to appoint five, as I recall, and council members were to send you nominations of two from their districts. Where are we on appointing that committee? How close are we to having those meetings? Uh, I think the I think the meetings will probably start next week. Uh, I'm going to uh, make the appointments. I've gotten almost all of the council members' appointments, and once I have all of those, then I will make the remainder of mine. I want to see theirs. And, and maybe balance out and, you know, just make sure that we've got all the areas that I think need to be covered. Uh, and uh, Dr. Clark is Dr. Larry Clark, who is going to be the chairman and one of my five, uh, is very anxious to get rolling and roll up his sleeves and get some get some things done. So I'm, I'm very excited that he is excited about about moving this thing forward as quickly as possible. What is your charge to this panel going to be? What are you going to tell them? I mean, what is going to be on that list of here's what I want accomplished? Well, we're going to what we're going to do is start with some briefings uh, by department heads so that they can understand what the departments feel is their great infrastructure needs are. And then really it is up to them. Um, And I think that looking at the names of the people who are there, they're very responsible people. They will also be holding a uh, I believe at least two public meetings to receive uh, all their meetings will be public in the open meeting sense of the word, but they will be holding some meetings specifically to receive public input on things that the public believes that the city needs to do with these, uh, with these ultimate bond proceeds. What is your top priority when it comes to these bonds? Uh, probably streets, uh, rebuilding of streets, uh, some additional thing. We have a long list of uh, unfunded capital needs, <coughs> and we're gonna we're gonna lay those out. Uh, our department heads and the CAO will lay those out for the committee. I think most of those will be uh, fairly obvious, and I'm I am purposely not laying all those out because I really want this meet this committee not to be a window dressing or a rubber stamp. So. Uh, I really want to leave it to them, but I have a great trust in the people and in their judgment and in the people that are being selected by the council and by me 
to exercise really good judgment. The ultimate decision, of course, is with the city council. And, Mayor, if you really want to know, when you talk about streets, I'm sure you don't ride a motorcycle. Take your daily routes on a motorcycle sometime Mm. if you really want to see how bad our streets are. (laughs) Michael, take you for a ride. I'll take you for a ride. And and, and you'll see how we have... He's weaving a lot on that road. Yeah, he's trying to navigate the, the smoothest route that won't rattle his fillings out. Well, I probably will take you up on the motorcycle ride, although I'm not a, I'm not, I wouldn't want to drive one myself. And trust me, you wouldn't want me to drive one myself. No, but I, I got a, mine's a big bike. I'll, I will take you. But let me, let me ask you this. What, in, in light of this recent council situation, what do you say to the voters who are going, I don't trust how the city is spending my money? Why would I vote for more, for more a bond proposal? What do you say to the skeptics right now? Well, I think, first of all, they haven't seen the bond proposal, and I think we need to wait to see what that bond proposal will be. And for a member that uh, the council, once it approves the bu- amount to go on the budget, will basically be approving the dollars, and it will be up to uh, the administration to manage the bond issue, decide when to sell the bonds, decide when to do the project. So uh, I think I, I, I think this this the current tempest will probably settle down. Are you doing taking any steps, Mayor Tom Arsenault, to increase the trust people have in government, in city government? Are you is that going to be part of this as well? Because we have to be completely transparent. People have to know exactly what you're doing with our money. Well, I think when people see the way that we're going to prepare the 2024 budget and uh, and the information that is provided with that, some of the choices that are going to be available for people to make decisions among, I think that they will see that we intend to be very transparent and just very open and honest uh, about what our financial situation is. Uh, I think that the administration has managed the funds well, Uh, thus far and i think we will continue to do that we have a really good staff of people in in the finance department that are handling that well and i think that through the process of that they the people will see that their money is being managed well when you go beyond your top priority is streets what's next on your list what else is up there that you're like gosh we got to do something about this now there will be some public safety, some additional public safety uh, issues to be uh, to be raised uh, there. I had hoped we'd have uh, a little bit better progress on the substations by now to, to be able to evaluate those. Um, and there will probably be some parks, uh, some re- restoration of some park facilities uh, on there. But uh, that those are the three things that I see. Any infrastructure needs that you see, like water mains, especially throughout Broadmoor and that kind of thing? That'll be the issue for water and sewer. The issue will be uh, whether we put that on the ballot or not. You know, we have the ability through Enterprise Fund, we have the ability to issue revenue bonds for some of that, which is a different source than taxes. Uh, And, of course, we, we do have huge infrastructure needs in the sewer to comply we still have to comply with that consent decree so uh, that will be one of the decisions that the administration and this committee and the council will need to make is uh, 
what, if any, part of water and sewer do we put in a general obligation bond issue? Now, Mayor Arsenault, will you go on the um, – once the bond, this panel puts together this and the council decides here's the proposals we want on the ballot, are you going to go on the grilled chicken circuit yourself personally and sell this? I mean, go to every meeting you can and, and be the cheerleader. Are you going to be the guy? I'm going to be the guy. I, I will go – uh, grilled chicken, uh, mystery meat, uh, whatever, Fish fry. whatever it is that, <laughs> whatever it is that people are willing to, uh, to put in front of me to eat, I'm going to be willing to eat and tell them why we need to make this investment in our community. And, and I know you don't want me to ask you this, but if we don't, I mean, we had a massive one fail last year, except for public safety. Um, if we go that route again, um, what what are you most worried about? We we have not made significant investment in our infrastructure in quite a long time. And the, the, the former theory, I'll just give an example. We had, uh, at one time, our death service millage was about 30 mil. And what we would do is, as some of those bonds were coming off, we would try and structure a bond issue that would result in no new taxes, but would bring in a lot of fresh money. In other words, using what the people were already contributing to reinvest in our community. Over time, that we, we were unsuccessful in continuing to do that. So the debt service millage has dropped to about 11 mils from 30 mils. And uh, now in order to make the reinvestment, it will require a tax increase, but it will still be well below what we had been paying at one time uh, for debt service. Do you just talk about a water rate increase? Is that coming? Um, I think we're going to have to look at uh, at utility rates this year in order to, well, early next year. In order to in, in order to make sure that we can continue complying with the consent decree, but that has to go before the council, correct? That has to go before the council. Not not something that not something that can be done unilaterally. So okay. you can't okay. sign a paper and raise my water rates. I cannot. Okay. okay, Mayor. One more quick question: Are you going to attend today's special called council meeting? I am not planning to. Okay. Mayor, thanks for your time. If anything new is brewing, please let us know. I sure will. Thank you so much for having me on. You bet. Thanks, Mayor. 101.7 FM 7. Now more breaking news and trending talk with Mike and McCarty on 101.7 FM and 710 Kiel. I forgot something. But hold, Mm -hmm. City of Shreveport, 38 employment opportunities available. Oh, city council. Oh, <laughs> pay raises for all something. of them. I know, right? Mm. $100,000 jobs available for the yeah. city council staff. Yeah. Council about to gather in a special meeting to talk about the James Green um, pay raise debacle. Paygate, as John Settle is calling it. Um, Council chairman unilaterally approved pay raises for some council employees. If you asked somebody, why do you, it, 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 under the age of, what, 40, mm-hmm. why you add gate to any, yeah. any scandal, they won't, they won't be able to tell you. Ruben, do you know why they add gate to, the, to any knows. scandal? You would know. I yeah. Would. yeah, Watergate. 
No. See? No. no. What's it start with? Yeah, it's Watergate. I'm sorry. Yeah, I was going to say. Fast. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> here, here and I went, well, what are you talking about? Am I that bad off? Hey, I mean, everything is now, mm-hmm. you know, panty yeah. gate. I mean, it's all, it's right. all gate. Gate. Come on, let's come up with something else. I don't know. I like gate, but it, it you know, he's rescinded. James Green has rescinded the pay raises, but the council measure, they, they, they think if you didn't have the authority to give the raises, do you have the authority to rescind them? Uh, maybe the council needs to do it. I think the mayor should have done it. The mayor should have gone to the finance director and said, look, these don't have the proper documentation. They are not approved by the council. Back these up. And let's take the money back from these employees over the next four paychecks or whatever. Um, the council is also going to vote on a measure to start an investigation. And, and we have 20 seconds, so I can't really ask mm-hmm. this right now. But what are your thoughts on a council manager form of government or manager council i'm down with that i'm down with combining parish and city government you hadn't heard my speech on that uh parish and city government like they do in baton rouge i think there's merit to it no i i and i and i don't say this as an indictment against tom at all Mm -hmm. it was more the previous administration when i was like well let's do this right exactly yeah, that, oh. that's that's a discussion for another day. Mm-hmm. Getting ready to watch this city council meeting. Micah McCarty, one hundred one seven FM, seven 